Hello everyone and welcome back to Inside Art Scroll, where the books you read and the people who write them come to life. Today I am privileged to be joined by Rabbi Avram Oshimakovsky, author of a fantastic new book titled Living Chesed. Thank you Rabbi Makovsky for being here. It's my pleasure to be here. It's a special Nachasurah for me because we're good friends. So to see my good friend put out a book, and a book that really I followed the, the process from before it was even a book, when it was just an idea, uh, is a, trem- a tremendous source of satisfaction. I must say, I'm, pr- I'm proud of what you produced there because it's a fantastic book. The book is a Kiddush Hashem, and it's an inspiration. It's going to inspire people to do chesed and to live chesed. All right. I'm, I'm making believe I'm not on I'm not on a video here. Am I allowed to praise you? But uh, <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are the power behind this book because when you gave me the first idea, put come on, put the stories in writing on Chesed, put the Shurim in writing. I was like, oh, an English book. It didn't like really. I didn't take it serious. Right. But the more you kept on telling me what a good idea it is, so the more. Uh, Started make, started penetrating. So the, the viewers may not know that you are a Mechaber Svarim. You've written Svarim in Hebrew. But you started giving Shiurim in English on the topic of Chesed. Shiurim that I heard. And I was very, very taken by them. And whoever hasn't heard them, they should take advantage and listen to your, your Shiurim that you have on Chesed. Because they're extremely inspiring. They all have a story with a lesson. And I, the reason why I pushed you to write the book... And thank you for the opportunity that you gave me also to write the foreword to the book. That I, fe- a, I, I felt, you know, covered. the book wouldn't have happened without you. But I felt so. that this book, I, I felt that Klai Yisrael needed this book because we have books on many, many different topics. And the topic of chesed, the way you teach it, the way you taught me, was so penetrating and so powerful, I felt that you had to share it. And this book is, is magnificent. Okay. I, I find one of the things that one of the real fundamental mistakes that people made, people make, and I'm not saying, I, I probably made that mistake too many years ago. And that is that when people say, you gotta do, you have to really do a lot of chesed. So a lot of chesed means you gotta take chunks of time away from yourself, away from your family, <coughs> and start giving up hours of chesed, like a Hatzalah member, or a Bikr Chaylam member, or big organizations, and people say, listen, Baruch Hashem, I have a family to take care of. I just, you know, Hashem put me in a situation now that I just can't be spending hours doing chesed. So really, that is a fundamental mistake, like we've discussed many times. That's one of the opening things I say in any year I say on chesed. That chesed means the peliyoyets, like you've heard from me before, and we've... we've it's in, I've, it's quoted, in, I've quoted the peliyoyets dozens of times. Right. Please, okay. please share it with, with okay. the viewers. Okay, the peliyoyets that says that when it comes before Shoshana Yom Kippur, People are looking for schusim. They're like looking high and low. So he says some people will pay a lot of money to do psicha sahechel by ni'ila. By ni'ila. To open up the Aron Kaidish, people pay a lot of money. Some people will buy mafter yaina for a lot of money because it's a skula. Some people pay money for kalana arim or chasim tayra, chasim barashis. People are looking for schusim. In his days, he says, people paid money for sandakais. To be a sandak. It's unbelievable. It says, one second. To give someone change of a coin is greater than opening the Aron Kaidish by Ne'ilah. Because it's a mitzvah in the Torah of Chesed. That means if someone needs change, and the, the mitzvah of Chesed is whatever you would want someone to do to you, do to someone else. 
Right. So if you're standing by a coffee machine that says exact change only, and you don't have change of a dollar, right. so you wouldn't want someone to change it for you. So to change someone else is a mitzvah, the rise of chesed, greater than opening the Aron Kodesh Banihila. So like Pelier is saying, any type of favor you do, you're driving home from work, you give someone a lift. You just did a mitzvah, the rise of chesed. Any type of favor you do, so the opportunities are endless. And you bring in the book one of the wonderful chapters where you bring a story from Rav Shach. And I love that chapter because it talks about how a yeshiva is a repository of chesed opportunities. A bacha came to Rav Shach, he said, I don't really get to do chesed in yeshiva. He wanted to know if he could go out of yeshiva, I don't know if it was to play music in an age old, a, a, old, in an age, old age home, right? And do chesed in that fashion. And Rav Shach's response was, you don't have to go anywhere. The chesed is under your nose. Just look around yourself. And he talks about uplifting fellow bachrim. Some people are down and out. A yeshiva is a great opportunity. You're around people. You could do so much chesed. Right. So th- this is the thing that, you know, like, um, you know, we're having a candid conversation here. But it's something every time I talk about chesed, I cannot control myself from saying over this Rambam, this earth-shattering Rambam. You know that I've said this in many speeches, and I used to get phone calls. Where is this Rambam? So after that, I like, you know, now I always say where it is. It's uh-huh. in Hilchas Deis, Perek Vav, Halacha Gimel, Chapter 6, Law 3, that you can look up the Rambam. That the Rambam says the ultimate way to be Mekayim, fulfill the mitzvah and the Torah of Chesed, is to give someone a compliment, to uplift them. And the answer is simple. The explanation of the Rambam is, because whatever you would like someone to do to you, you do to someone else. The greatest desire a person has mm-hmm. is that people... Think good of them. That's the greatest desire, what they have. So if that's the greatest desire that you have, so the greatest way to fulfill chesed is the compliment. So now let's go back where we started before. Someone is busy, they have no time, they're busy with their family, they're in work from 9 to 5, then they go home. How many times a day can they fulfill the ultimate way of the mitzvah of chesed? Right. You compliment your employee, you compliment your employer, you compliment your co-worker, you tell your wife you're a great mother when you come home, you tell your children you did such a nice job on your homework, you did, you just were mekayim, six mitzvah their ices of chesed, right. without going into any organization, just sitting in your house. That Rambam, L'saper of your friend. Right. And that's yeah. what we're, right. So that's very similar to that story with Rav Shach. Right. It's very, very similar, but it's just it's building up, giving friendship to people. And it's interesting, you really bring that out in story after story, how small acts of kindness, a nice word, a, a, a small gesture, could really be life-changing. Besides, like you're saying, that you're being mekayim, a mitzvah da'iraisa, I'm, and I've said this over when I, I've spoken to Bachram quite a few times. I always say over that example. I say over that example. If there's a fellow across the base marriage and you passed him a Gemara that he needed, your act is a mitzvah that I said that's greater than if you got Mafta Yon on Yom Kippur. And the Bachram's eyes jump out of their head. They can't fathom it right. because we're so programmed to think we have like our priorities. What's more important? What's more chashiv? So I gave someone change for a soda machine. That's that's chashiv. That's and on par with. The, <laughs> yeah, with, that's on par with something right. so exalted. Right. And I want to add to what you just said. You just said that if you pass a gemara to your friend, you're mekayim into their eyes because you did a favor for him. And if you tell your friend, you said a geshmak pshat in the rashba, that is the greatest chesed. Mm. The, the Rambam is saying that's the epitome of chesed is to compliment your friend. 
I mean, it's almost like tragic. That's the words we used in the book. That's almost tragic to overlook that. Mm-hmm. That means you come home from at night, you tell your wife, you are a great cook, you keep a great house, you're a great person, you were fulfilled three times the mitzvah de rais of chesed in the best way. And I love that you brought up that example because we, you know, we always say charity begins at home. Chesed begins at home also. That's right. Chesed can be manifest in your house. People don't realize that there's chesed with your spouse and your children also. Just because they're related to you doesn't mean it's not a mitzvah when you praise them or you make them feel good. That's why your example is wonderful. How many, exam- how many times do we squander the opportunity at home? And now or, in, can, or in our yeah, classroom yeah, or in our work, you know, work environment. Uh, it's wonderful. And, and about a husband and wife especially, Reb Chaim Vital, famous Reb Chaim Vital, that he says that the way a person is judged on their behalf is the way they act to their spouse. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, I said in Chazak, I said a speech on Shalom Bayis, I very much stress this. So a person might think, but chesed with your spouse? But I mean, like, I'm away the whole day. She's at home. Or she's away the whole day. We come home, we see a little bit. A few compliments, that's... That's the greatest chesed you can do for each other, is to right. show the person that you think highly of them. Now you, you've become, I'm going to call you an ambassador of some sort in, in teaching chesed. Where, where did, just share a little background, where did that come from? Where did you grow up, first of all? So I, I, would say, I would say two things to that question. First I would say, you know, my parents, always like to help anyone that has a need. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? My mother has a special thing of trying to make shaduchim for older singles. She like, and hard cases. Uh-huh. Hard cases. And she's made. She's made some real hard cases. That like, you know, and she, and she also likes to invite over. I grew up like, you know, this older, um, whatever, Bachar, this older, this comes for a Shabbos Suda. And from, they always liked, they always like to help mm-hmm. people. My father and mother together, always looking out to help people. That's one thing. The second thing I would say is, I'll tell you something interesting. I got a phone call the other week. Someone just was saying he lives in Netanyahu, he, lives to the, he listens to the Daily Dose of Chesed, and he's a Valchuva from Florida, and he's whatever, he really enjoys it. Fine. So I asked him, how did you become from? I don't think I ever told you this, this happened just last week. He said, you know how I came from? Because someone gave me an art scroll Chumash. And I started learning Chumash. And I started learning Tyra. I felt the Torah, the Chumash, the Mepharshim. I felt it was speaking to me. That's really how I became from, from learning. And he said, now, he's real estate, he lives in Netanya. He liked the water, he still lives in Florida. So he lives by Netanya there, but he has real estate in the United States, but he lives in Eretz Yisrael. And so he called you because he heard he, one of the David Dose? Because he heard the Dose of Chesed. He, says, of and he Chesed. says he listened to them in Netanya, and he sends the Chesed podcast back to Florida. To people, he said, I want you to know that we're listening in Netanya, in Florida. That's what he was uh-huh. calling, calling to tell me. Fine. But really, I want to say something. This point that he got me thinking, he says, from learning Chumash, I became from. The more you learn Chazal and Gemaras, you see how Chesed is a key. Mm-hmm. From learning Torah, the Gemaras are all over the place. What should you do to be saved from Chavli Mashiach? You should toil in Torah yes, and People are Rahman that have certain saris, it says B'nai Eili had Kalalis on them. What should you do? Yatik Batayra, toil and tire, and Gimilas Chasadim. The Gemara always puts this together. You have to toil and tire and chesed. And it's one of the things that you've commented on in your Shiurim, the Lashna Gemara of Yasik. The Yasik is going on both. 
Yasuk Batayra. This is the Chavetz Chaim's Diak. Chavetz Chaim's Diak. That it's, it's, it's an immersion. Uh, you, have to, you have to be immersed in it. Right. And this is one of the things I come to say. In fact, I start off the book in the introduction with that, is that the Chavetz Chaim told people that there's no other way to be saved when every time when sorrows are happening, he says, already before, in his time, before World War II, he was saying that already it's the onset of Chevlu Mashiach, we're coming close to the year 6000. He said already in his time, it was already the onset of Chevlu Mashiach. So the Chavot Chaim said that you're wasting your time going around, what could we do for protection? The Gemara says in Sanhedrin Ches that the only protection from Chevlu Mashiach is in being immersed in Torah and Chesed. So that's what I bring out, that people could say, that immerse myself in Torah, I understand how to do that. How do you immerse yourself in Chesed if you have a nine-to-five job, and mm-hmm. then when you run home, you have to run to your Chavrusa, and run to eat supper, and the homework with your kids? How could you be constantly toiling in Chesed? The answer is, if you just drop five compliments throughout the day, and give one person a lift, you just did massive Chesed the whole day. It's just, it's just a mindset. It's a reprogramming. It's just of, a reprogramming. Right? Yeah. In, the, in the book that we write is that how can a person think to compliment? How can they think? Once you get it into your head, this is a mitzvah, I say, the rise of chesed. This will protect me from chavli mashiach. So why should I not compliment? You know, just, just I'll tell you something. Today I dive in the minion and someone dive in the beautiful hall, Rosh Chodesh. And I was like bothered. The guy dive in really nice. And I didn't see anyone compliment him. Mm-hmm. I'm saying... Someone down in the nice hollow, if someone will just internalize, it's a mitzvah de raisa to say, I enjoyed your davening, you're a beautiful baltfila. Then, it's, if a person internalizes that, that it's a mitzvah de raisa, then why? It doesn't cost anything. Beautiful. And it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing, and it's just, and it's the greatest chesed, and it's the greatest protection. So, like. It's a chiddish that this hasn't been brought out more, I'll be honest. When I, when I went through the book, when I went through the manuscript before it was published, I kept saying to myself, you're, you're not being mechadish. You're saying dvarim shutim. You're saying things that are so obvious, like you said before. Open mamari chazal. You're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah, right. You're just, you're shining a light on something that needed to be magnified in a greater way. And you do it magnificently. Now, I know you, I noticed before you skirted my question because I know you don't like talking about yourself. But I just want to hear for our viewers a little background about you. I know, again, I know you don't like talking about yourself. I know you want to talk about the okay, book. Okay. And you're, about, you're all about spreading the chesed message, which we'll get back to. Uh, but just tell us a little about yourself. Where, where did you grow up? Where did you learn? Okay, so um, I, I learned in... Actually, I learned in elementary school. I learned in Chaim Berlin. And I loved it. So you grew up in Flatbush? I grew up in Flatbush. And it was, was Gavaldic, the Chaim Berlin elementary years. I like real fond memories. Then I went to Teretimima. From then on, from starting ninth grade, I went Landau. I was privileged to have as a rebbe uh-huh. through Rupert Shlomo and then I went to Eretz to learn the brisk, and then I uh, came back to then I came to Lakewood, and um, that's my background. I say shiurim and halacha, and I say for the lunch and learn program again, in Lakewood you know, as well. In, in Lakewood as well, the lunch and learn program. Is your topic always around about chesed? No, or no, no, no. So no. the lunch and learn that's available on Torah anytime. That's mm-hmm. it's nine out of ten shiurim are on halacha. Are, yeah. no, nine, nine out of ten shiurim are on halacha, but um, at the, the last three or four minutes of this halacha shir, which is only 27 minutes, the whole shir, the last three or four minutes, 
we usually say something in Yonah Yagada or something. Uh-huh. Usually that's about chesed. Uh-huh. Now one time I made a special series of four, which, that CD, which was also, yeah, called, yeah, was very, which was also called Living Chesed. Very popular, right? It was called yeah. Living Chesed. And it was also called Living Chesed. And that, that was on, um, that, that I made a special thing. I gave four shiurim in a row. Uh, and that series, that series of Living Chesed is what really spurred me to push you to write this book. That, and whoever didn't hear those shurim, it's worth getting hold of. Is there a way to get hold of them? I, I could, if someone contacts me, if I can If someone contacts you, them. those shurim are really, I'm not exaggerating, they're life-changing. First of all, your delivery is magnificent. You have, everything is documented in Chazal, and you have fantastic stories, which is, which is really what you do in this book. Right, but this book, this book has really, the stories here, each time we bring the Chazal to point, we give a fascinating story, and most, most of these stories are not well known. Right. You That's did a great job, we would call curating the stories. The, to, walk us through, how do you go about collecting stories? I know as, as someone who tries to collect stories and tries to write, it's hard to find original stories. Most stories by now, everyone seems to know them. Um, some of them that you write are firsthand, so obviously they're original, but what, what's your process of collecting stories to be on message. Okay, well, first of all, I have to tell you that since I've been speaking about chesed and always mentioning stories on chesed in my shiurim, even when I'm saying Allah share, the last few minutes is usually about chesed, so the end of the shir, you know what I'm saying? So I've been always on the lookout for good stories. Mm-hmm. And, and so when it came to this thing of writing a book, in other words, a bunch of the stories were already, we're gonna make the podcast, say the chesed stories. I had these stories for years in my memory that I'm like, this story I heard once from Rav Nakameyer Shechter on a thing. This I once heard from Rav Gamliel Rabbanov, it's years ago. This story happened 20 something years ago, I remember in Lakewood. These things, because it was so precious to me, every chesed story, so I've, I've had them in me for mm-hmm. many years. A lot mm-hmm. of them I didn't have to search. Mm-hmm. A lot of them was now I'm gonna take a lot of these stories and a lot of them are not well known. And it's, in- it's interesting, like this Rambam that we spoke before about a compliment, that it's not a well-known Rambam. Right. I've said it over, I would almost say hundreds of times already. And I remember, like when 9-11 happened, people know where they were when they heard about it. Right. I remember where I was driving when I, I heard Ramatis Yot Salman say over from Ishmuz and Gates before he came to Lakewood, when he said over this Rambam. I, mean, I remember I was driving in Baltimore. I remember where I was driving. Wow. What an impression that would shook me that the compliment is Mitzvah Der So. Basically, these stories, chesed stories, always made a very big impression on me. So you're saying like... So you started building up I almost like a treasure, like a treasure trove. Without writing them down. Uh-huh. I just had them, you know, they were, these were stories that I had with me that I, you know... Would you say that hearing that Rambam was what sparked your uh, chesed revolution? You know, would they, that, was that it? I, it's hard to say. I don't know. I, I, I can't answer that. If it sparked my my chesed, I can't say. Your cheshek to, to speak cheshek, about it. And I, 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 I don't know. I can't answer an honest answer to that. Mm-hmm. But I can say that when, I, when it hit me, that the Rambam is saying that this is the ultimate way to do chesed, it hit me on a new, it's like a ton of bricks, sure. that the greatest chesed is, is available to like, you know. One of my podcasts that I put out, the topic was how to be the greatest husband. And... The whole thing was less than four minutes. Like someone was saying, well, how could you do that in less than four minutes? Well, it was the greatest chesed is to compliment your wife. Mm-hmm. That, that was this Rambam. That's the greatest right. chesed. Right. Make your wife feel appreciated. 
Stipe writes in a letter that a husband or wife that feels not appreciated by their spouse, it's like pikuach mm-hmm. and You know, so that's a good question. That, it definitely spurred me to a new degree how chesed is so accessible and so easy. Right, right, right. And, and, and if people would realize the power of compliments, especially from people who are good at what they're complimenting you about. You know, for example, I think of, of two people, let's say Rabbi Krohn, and Rabbi Spiro. Both of them are very generous with compliments. I know to me, they always have a, a nice word to say. And they're at the top of their field. If people would realize that in whatever position they're in, they could really build people and, and spur them on to, to further growth. It's, right. it's an unbelievable And I will thing. add one thing, that we're talking about compliments, that it's a mitzvah their eyes and how special, how it builds people up. But of course, it's, and we explained that in the book a few times, you have to have a good dose of seichel also. Mm-hmm. How to say the compliment, a compliment that's on mark, Right. The person doesn't just think you're saying, oh, great, great, great for everything. It has to be done with seichel. It has to be genuine. It has to be, it has to be right. It right. has to be real. It has to be real. But everybody has something real to compliment. Right. Everyone has something real. So like, you know, if you're going to compliment your wife on, on, on the steak that was burnt toast, so it's not real. It's, it's silly. It's right. silly. That's right. silly. Right. But everybody has good things. I'm telling you, people read this book, they're going to walk away guaranteed they're going to look at their daily interactions differently. There's no other way about it. You read this book, even a few chapters, and suddenly you start thinking to yourself, hold on, everything I do in my day from the moment I wake up and meet the first person and I wish them good morning till I go to sleep at night, I'm going to encounter so, so many opportunities. And um, it's really unbelievable. I sometimes enjoy telling people, like, you know, if I give a bachar, a hitch, one or two bachar, a hitch, because I once gave like three bachar, a hitch, I told them, you know that I'm doing three mitzvah derises with this car ride, yeah, three mi-. I said, yeah, and they said, well, which mitzvah? They're like, boy, we got to get this word out there to more drivers, you know, <laughs> so we can get some more hitches. Right. But a person looks at it like that. Now, you're not obligated if, to go out of your way if you're, you know, your wife is waiting for you, your children are waiting for you, you have a chavruz, so you're, I have obligations you have to do. But if a person has this mindset, I go five blocks out of the way for someone. I'm doing a mitzvah de raisa. It's like I'm opening the Arnkadish by Neila. Right. I'm doing a mitzvah, like, you know. It's no less than your $250 esrig, right? Right. 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 Now, you're, you're, a, you're a master of stories. You have great stories. People love stories. I don't want to put you on the spot. I don't know if you could think of. What, what, what are one or two of your favorite chesed stories? So, you know, it's a, it's a thing. A lot of people ask me that. And I, I, I don't mind telling you a story. I get to there and tell a lot of stories. But it's very hard for me to say, what's my favorite story? Okay. I, I, I knew that question was going to be coming because I've been asked it more than once. It's very hard for me to say, what's my favorite? Because I feel there's so many different stories that each one bring out the point in a different way. They're mm-hmm. each special. Mm-hmm. They're each special. But I will tell you something that, I'll tell you something interesting. Interesting. That... What, what I find about chesed that we're talking about, building someone up, right? How it's literally like life-changing. You mentioned that story with Rav Shach. Rav Shach said a line, I mean, that, and it's one of the times, you know, when I went over with my editor in the book, we didn't want to make too many things bold. Because if you start making bold every chapter, something bold. By the way, let me, let me use that opportunity to thank the editor, <laughs> Mrs. Hanan Esselbaum. She did an incredible she job. She did an unbelievable job. 
She took every she written page. She t- exactly like I wrote in the acknowledgments. She took every written page and took that page and made it into a masterpiece. Hashem gave her such a special talent, and she uses it. She uses it. She she was telling me that you know the things that she uses the talent to be marvek Well, she did. She did a magnificent job. So getting getting back. I'm sorry, I interrupted your story. Yeah. So no. So so this story. There's 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 a couple of different. Points, but this I, 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 what I mentioned right right before that was about making bold. So Mrs. Nestlebaum didn't want I should make bold too many things in the book because she said it loses its effect. Mm-hmm. Every chapter you have something like the bold. Boy who cried wolf. Right. So we only did bold three times. One is an introduction this Rambam about the compliment that that's the ultimate way to do the mitzvah of the of Chesed. Now the second time Mrs. Nestlebaum was very touched by something, and she made this bold by herself. And I don't have permission, but I will tell you something, just to show how she took to heart this thing. She said, this halacha was so eye-opening to her, straight halacha and shochan she discussed it with her children, and her son got together, and they actually took an action from, from this halacha. That is, that halacha is that you're obligated, for halacha and shochan to give tzedakah to your relatives first. And it gives a list in shochan and the Vilna Gain holds that it's a chid midiraisa. First, you have to get help out your parents, then your married children, and then your brothers and sisters. Which means to say that if anybody has, I wasn't planning on going to the tzedakah aspect, it's only like one or two pieces on this, but you mentioned Mrs. Nestlebaum, how she was taken by this. That means if anyone has brothers or sisters that can't pay their tuitions, you're obligated, midiraisa, to give first to help them pay their chayvis of tuitions before you give to any parlor meetings, to any yeshivas, to any other great, you know, any other great causes. Mm-hmm. you got to help out. So she was so taken by this that she mentioned this to her son and this, and they got together and they gave all their miser money to help out one of their relatives that needed, mm-hmm. that, that had some chayvis. Wow. They said now that, you yourself have shared with me, you know stories of people who have picked up the phone, called up a school, and, right? And there's asked a few, there's a few the stories great, in the There's a few great stories in the book yeah. about this. First-hand stories that you know. First-hand of. stories. One of them, you know, now that we're talking like a conversation, one of the things I, ho- I heard directly from the school secretary, which was my daughter, uh-huh. you know, who got this phone call and the person anonymously just to take, take care of the tuition burdens. Of, that of is siblings. A, of, of, of relatives. Of, of, of siblings. Of wow. siblings' children. And that's really the highest, this is, this is the highest tzedakah. Wow. This is, that's the second time it was bolded. It was on this halacha. That she, that she did. Okay. The third time I bolded, I used the permission to bold one more time. And she gave me permission to bold one more thing. And that is, this thing, there's a few, a number, towards the end of the book, I have a few fascinating stories, which here I have to be very careful not giving out. These are all stories that I know really firsthand, basically from through this, through that, friends of whatever. I know really stories. But this thing, like what you said, we're of Shach, what you started mentioning before. The story was that Rav Rafi Wolf, he was a very close Meshamash of Rav Shach. See, he was there when a bacher came into Rav Shach. And he asked Rav Shach that the world stands on three things. Torah, Avoidah, and Gemilas Chasab. Torah, I learn in Yeshiva. Avoidah, I daven. I don't do Chesed. So like you mentioned before, he wants to go play music. He's a talented musician. He wants to go to, to an old age home and play some music. So the, really the way I, the story, how I like to bring it out is, and this is what I wrote, Rav Shach got upset because his Rav Shach point was like this. Rav Shach said, I know what's going on in yeshivas. There are bachim that are depressed. There are bachim that are, don't feel part 
don't feel part of the click. They're having trouble. To take five or ten minutes out of your time, of your supper time, and shmood with a bacher that's feeling out of it, that is the greatest chesed. Not just making someone happy, playing a little music for them. To take a boy that feels lost in a school, lost in a class. So the way I brought it out in the book was, it's like, imagine someone, I'll tell you which line I made bold in a minute. That's imagine somebody is sitting in a, is sitting like, you know, in a hospital, and he's in the ICU, in intensive care. And he says, you know, I really want to go visit someone sick. Maybe I should walk to the pediatrician's office and visit someone who has strep throat. Like, hello? You want to go? You're in the ICU. You want to visit a sick person? You're in the ICU. I said, it's almost like saying, you would, this, is, this is what I bolded. To a girl that doesn't, have friends on, and that doesn't have friends in school, on a Sunday when all her friends are going out and having a great time, I wrote a real story about this, that girls that are going out having a great time on Sundays, and this girl is sitting home feeling alone, that's ICU level chesed. This was I bolded, that uh-huh. line. This is ICU level chesed. Greater than going to a nursing home and playing music is to give that girl friendship. That could literally save her life. That's a matter of life and death. So this is something that's really, there's a lot of stories about this, real first-hand stories about girls who just made it, who took another girl in, who made it their business. And I'm not going to tell you, I preach this, you know, I could, without going into it, preach this to a lot of people, people that I that are relatives of mine, people that I know, whoever has a popular son or popular daughter, I give them this message. Tell them they have an achrayis. If they're popular in school, there's a lot of stories out there in this book addressed to people that are popular kids. If Hashem gave you that matana of being popular, use it that when the five girls or five boys want to do something on a Sunday or do something on a benaz manim, you tell them, I'm insisting that we take, a, we take along this other girl also. And when you're popular, you can carry that weight because they want you. Right. You're like the life of the party. So they'll listen to you. So that's your achrayis to make sure they don't get left out. There's a lot in there. And in fact, I, you know, like, I, 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 it's also when they're that Gemara. Sometimes there's nothing stronger than a Gemara. Chayni Amagel. Everyone's aware that Chayni Amagel fell asleep for 70 years. But what happened? When he woke up after 70 years, since no one recognized him, the Gemara in Tainis, right? Mrs. Nesselbaum was saying this Gemara in Tainis, like, you know, like it was going into her head from editing it, right? It was 23A. She says, I remember it's 23A. I remember that. Tainis 23A. And he said he would rather die because no one was giving him the respect anymore. Atana. Someone who we can't imagine. But since people were not giving him the respect, the covet, were not giving him respect anymore, he felt he'd rather die. That shows that respect for a person is a matter of life and death. Which not like, like I always tell the people this, Marshall, I like to tell kids when I'm, I'm giving like, when Bachem or girls, when I spoke, I spoke this in Oros High School. I spread a speech in Oros High School, and I, I spoke so powerful, so passionate about this, that I said it was right before Yom Kippur. I said it was the day before Ervin Kippur. I said, you want to make sure you're going to have a Gemach Simataiva? Everyone sitting in this auditorium, make sure that now, when you're standing on Yom Kippur, davening to Hashem for a good year, make sure, think, I'm going to make sure when we do something, when we have a Chanukah Mesib in, in a couple of months from now, I'm going to make sure to include those less popular girls. I'm going to make sure, if I'm in charge of it, I'm going to make sure to bring them with me on Sundays when we go out. 
I said, this will guarantee you a, greater, a great year, better than anything else you can do. Because kol amarachim ala briyos, marachim If you have rachmanus on them, Hashem will rachmanus back on you. This is what gets me the most passionate about, you know, this, so going back to this thing with Chayni HaMagel, that Chayni HaMagel said either, either I'll die, he couldn't either, and when he says, Oy Chavusa Emisusa, Rashi says, either I have a friend that gives me respect, because Lashon HaGemar is Yukara, mm-hmm. respect, or else I'd rather die. This is exactly what the Alta Fritz Habotka used to say, that if a person feels that he's worthless, his neshama would depart from his gulf, he would drop dead. Because a person who has no respect feels no one thinks good of him. They wonder that's why they're depressed laying in bed, because they're not getting any friendship. So I like to tell this, I like to bring out when I speak to boys, to teenagers, or boys, or girls. I tell them as follows. I say, imagine you're standing on a street and it's pouring rain. And there's cars passing by and no one's giving you a hitch. Now, the person gives you a hitch, they did a mitzvah their eyes of chesed. You feel very bad that you didn't get a hitch. Is it going to enter your mind that if I have to walk in the rain, I'd rather die? No. Imagine a, a wife who can't get supper ready one night. Is she going to feel like, because I, can't, I don't have supper ready, ready, I'd rather die? No. No normal person will think like that. But yet the Gemara is saying, and the Outlet of Tlaibotka is amplifying it, that if a person feels that they have no friends, they would rather die. So this is the greatest chesed. This is the ICU level chesed to show them friendship. And if one person, this will affect from the book, it's worth it. Listen, you, you reframed the way people look at chesed. And this is something that's mentioned in the foreword and then mentioned throughout the book. That you don't have to be the head of a colossal global organization like High Lifeline or Bani Elam and so on to do genuine chesed. And, and it, you, you're helping the individual is, on not, is not on a lower level. It's that level of supreme chesed. And um, what a book. What a book. You've done, a, you've done an unbelievable job. It is so gishmak to read. It is broken down into, what is it, about 103 chapters, right? And I would say it's 103 chapters, and I would say there's a couple hundred stories, because there are many chapters that have... Many two, chapters that have multiple that have, stories. Have multiple stories. And the chapters are short enough. I would mention that it's perfect for a Rebbe or teacher in a classroom if they need a daily lesson. This book is tailor-made for that, and it's very down-to-earth, so I think it's great for... And, I, w- and, I, and I will go back yeah. again to what you said. Ms. Nesselbaum gets a lot of credit, how she had, had, the, had the skill to make it e- very easy to read. She's, very, she's a master. She a magnificent she's a master job. of what she yeah, does. And making it very easy to read. I would say for Rabbonim, for Drushes, it's fantastic. And really for any individuals, whether for Shabbos table, if people want a, a book that's light in terms of how it reads, but that's so filled with teichin and, and quality reading, this is it. It's very light. Baruch it Hashem. Is. It is light. Which, which I think is a kunst because you're yeah. writing about a very substantive topic which somehow, you know, a book could get dragged down. You're talking about a very, very it's very important. It's important that's why topic. it's also important that each piece is short. Right, right, Because, right. you know, I would try very hard to keep pieces short, that you can read each piece by itself. Right. So, you know, I would, I would ask you when Volume 2 is coming out, even though I know you're just catching, <laughs> catching your breath on Volume 1. I want to make a recommendation. I think that, uh, I'm going to say this here first, I think a youth version of this book 
whether for kids or for youth, would be very popular. I don't know if you thought about that yet. In fact, my mechutin, Rabbi Pratinsky, um, who's a manal in liquid cheda for the younger grades, liquid, right? So I gave him one as a gift, and he called me up and says, I have a, you give me so much material of stories that I could do to young kids. Mm -hmm. so, so maybe that is an idea. So maybe that is an idea. Um, it's really wonderful. Thank you for the time that you put into this book. I would call it a safer, really. I just don't want to scare people off. Yeah. Because it's a safer, but it's but it's but it's very easy reading. Right, that's what we were going back and forth with Mr. Nestlebaum. We didn't know should we call it story number one, lesson number one, share number one. Because it, it's a story that has a lesson. Right. So we just left it neither. We just numbered you did, it. You did, the way you did it was right. was perfect. Yeah. And um, you should continue to be matzliach. Be matzliach and I want to take the opportunity again to thank you because bottom line is, if you wouldn't have kept on persisting, I'm telling you, you got to put it in writing. You got to put it in writing got to put it in writing. That's what, you know. Thank you for that. Thank you for your Yadidas. I, 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 I'll be honest, I just, I shep nachas from what you did and, and I felt that the world needed it. And the world is a better place because of this book. Okay. I hope so. In Hashem, many people should benefit from it. You should continue Amen. with your wonderful Habatzah Satira and the tremendous chizik that you give to people. Amen. And I'll just add on that... Um, the same way you were mechazik me with this book, you should be mechazik many more authors. Amen. Thank you continue. again. And thank you for coming down for this conversation. My pleasure. <laughs>